Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. From earaches to strep tests, there's Clinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's healthier made easier. Visit Clinic at CVS today. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Good evening, America. Thank you so much for tuning into our show. Uh, we're very excited about tonight's guest. Uh, he is the uh, executive director for uh, Bikers for Trump um, with Chris Cox, who's running for U.S. Congress in District 1 in South Carolina. And so happens tonight is the, the Democratic debates for the presidency happening in South Carolina. So it's uh, a lot of interesting things that are happening. Uh, Dale's up actually in, New- in North Carolina, uh, but he's doing a lot of traveling around. He's also uh, really good friends with Kenny Lee, who we had on a previous episode, and they're working on the All Trump Duck Tour. Uh, looking forward to them coming down here to Florida to help support my campaign, uh, where I'm running for U.S. Congress in District 21 in Florida. Um, to all the listeners, the Michael and Chauncey Show, you know it airs every Tuesday and Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Um, but with myself running for Congress and uh, Chauncey, uh, he's going to do some, uh, you know, a medical procedure here in the near future. For the month of March, we're going to uh, scale it back to just Tuesday. So everybody knows the show will just be every Tuesday on Eastern Time, 7 to 8 p.m., um, starting uh, with this episode today. So after today, we won't have another episode until next week which is actually Super Tuesday. You can follow the show on Twitter, Liberty Today USA. You can also follow my co-host, Chauncey Brown III, on Conservative Talk Radio. He's doing interviews on like six or seven different platforms. The guy's doing so many interviews, and he's so busy. Um, And myself, I'm actually on my way to CPAC. I flew into Virginia today, and I have several meetings on Capitol Hill tomorrow and CPAC uh, from today until Friday and Saturday. I'll be flying to Orlando, and I will be uh, being endorsed by Vets for Trump, one of the groups that support President Donald Trump. So a lot of things going on on the campaign trail. And, uh, Chauncey, thank you so much. You've been holding it down. A lot of times I've been at events or dealing with with, uh, community-based organizations. I haven't been able to come on some of the shows for a lot of chunk of the time. So I think with this hour show on Tuesday, this will help us until we can get more of a platform that allows us to get the conservatives that we need on this show on a consistent basis when we have time allotted for that. So thank you, John C. 
Michael, thank you so much. Uh, it's an honor and a blessing to be on the show with you, and I'm glad that I'm able to hold it down for you when you're running for Congress. Congratulations, I believe, on a new endorsement that you just received. Uh, and I'm very proud of you. Uh, as an American veteran, uh, former federal employee, you want to step up to the plate again and represent the American people, especially in District 21, Florida. Uh, I commend you and all of the others that are running in this election in 2020. My hat is off to you. Uh, I'm here to serve the American people and serve for those who want to stand up for America like yourself. I'm happy to, to serve you and to be with you on this show and to bring a conservative voice um, to to our platform, the Michael and Chauncey Show. Uh, for those that might be listening for the first time, the vision of our show is to be a pathway of conservative information in order to educate the American people while protecting and preserving the freedom, liberties, and justice of the Constitution of the United States of America. That's what the show is about. That's what Michael and I stand for and blessed to be a part of the 2020 Red Movement that is transpiring today. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So we look at some of these uh, the things that are happening in the country. We look how uh, the South Carolina primary is happening tonight. We look at socialism knocking at the door in America, trying to take over, and also the censorship of uh, conservatives and their voice. Uh, what do you have to say, Chauncey? What's your viewpoint on rhinos? I've been out on a campaign trail, and I've been experiencing a lot of uh, – uh, situational awareness on my part where I have to ha- keep my head on the swivel because we got a lot of infiltration of the Republican Party and we have rhinos out here that are trying to be uh, distractors and really take away from the momentum. And I really believe, and I want to bring this out nationally, I believe in a lot of these districts that a lot of people behind the scenes are fake MAGA and they're really working to undermine the president. With, with, without a question. I mean, these rhinos, uh, Donald Trump, his run for president has not only uncovered the false fake news media, has uncovered the fraudulent of the Democratic Party, and also has uh, shown uh, the people uh, within the Republican Party, the rhinos, that have uh, really tried to undermine this president. Uh, it's very disheartening. I've been a Republican all my life, and uh, I think it was uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, never talk ill of another Republican, but Mitt Romney and those other rhinos, I think, forgot um, uh, about that. And it's sad because if we're going to keep our party together, there is no better time than now for all the Republicans to stick together with all of the chaos going on in the Democratic Party. They haven't had or produced one policy position in the past three and a half years. Uh, now is not the time uh, to defect. Uh, you know, now's the time for us to come together as Americans, as a party, uh, so we can save this nation uh, from those who want to create uh, America into a socialist state. I think that we need to continue to expose them. And um, and let them know that they're basically not wanted in our party. Uh, you know, either we're going to stick together or we're going to fall together, you know. And uh, it's sad that we do have rhinos in the party. 
but I hope that the people that they represent will wake up and realize that they're representing their own personal interests and they're not representing the American people and the uh, the Republican Party and the president. So uh, I hope that the people will reelect someone different. And, uh, you know, we will keep the conversation going on those rhinos uh, and who's and who's doing it, you know. Yeah, this is very, very critical. And another component, a lot of people don't talk about I have a verified Twitter account for U.S. You know, and uh, a lot of people come out here and they, they say whatever to me. And you, you see that these extremists, they come out here, and, and a lot of these people are saying, oh, well, it's freedom of speech. Well, yes, we have freedom of speech, but that doesn't mean you can go online and attack people. Like, you know, some of the hate that's online, it's, just, it's, it's excessive and it's on borderline of stalking. A lot of this stuff. You know, you see it with the president and a lot of people who support the president, but it's happening with candidates across the country. And, you know, I'm friends with a lot of them. I'm sure a lot of people don't want to come out and talk about this. But the truth is is that somebody has to stand up because whether it's the FBI, Department of Justice, when you're running for Congress, you don't really have protection. And there's a lot of radicals out here. And, it's, it, you know, it all it takes, you know, it starts with somebody making a threat online. And then from there, they're at your doorstep. Because, you know, nowadays with this digital age, it's not difficult to find out, you know, where people are living or what event they're going to be at. And when some of the issues, like myself, I'm working to eradicate trafficking. Um, in Arkansas, the Arkansas senator was murdered when she was trying to uncover uh, human trafficking. These aren't conspiracy theories. These are actual facts that happen. And Michael, Michael, your earpiece yes, or sir. your speaker piece is breaking your voice up. Oh, I apologize. No, I was saying that uh, that Much the better. candidates who are running for office and the president, they have to keep their head on a swivel because a lot of these threats. Um, we just saw an attack today that I was watching on Fox News today where somebody tried to blow up his car outside the Pentagon. Mm. Wow. That's, you know, yeah, we have to do a lot of crazies out there, man. You know, we've got to be mindful um, that a lot of people don't want to see our president in this country succeed under his leadership. And uh, we have to be mindful of that. Um, you know, God, I always say, God put Donald Trump in office with the help of the American people. And we, the American people that want to protect our Constitution and our rights, have to protect our president, have to protect the other Americans that are within our boundaries. And we must call out those who are trying to harm us. Uh, I hope nobody got hurt today. It's sad that that happened, but we live um, in a world today where evil is, um, is trying to stoke fear in the minds of American people, and uh, we won't tolerate it at all. Uh, I believe, uh, Michael, we have our guest, uh, Dale, in the studio, if you'd like for me to bring him on now. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, Dale, welcome uh, to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to hey, have you, Dale. All right, thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing with Bikers uh, for Trump. Thank you for what you're doing going out there trying to help MAGA candidates and also our president uh, who's elected, who just beat the acquittal uh, and get elected. 
Yeah, we uh, we we really we really watched that closely because we were like y'all was talking earlier about the rhinos. We were getting to um, get a lot of questions from our members and stuff about what we're gonna do if something happens if the uh, rhinos turn and start going in a different direction and all that kind of stuff. And we already made plans to to uh, ride on Washington D.C. Uh, if that happens, uh, of course, the Trump team told us that they don't look at that happening, and Mitch McConnell pretty well assured him that it wouldn't happen. But, you know, uh, as you were talking earlier about the rhinos, you never know who's who's got what money in what pocket and who's got to vote what way because somebody paid them to do it that way. So uh, we, we were watching that very closely, and I'm glad that everything won out and Trump won out, America won out, we won out, and we're ready for 2020. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, so why don't you give us an update? What's going on with the movement? How is how is things coming together? Um, I'll be at an event on Saturday in Orlando. Uh, when I get back from CPAC, I'm flying back from Washington, D.C. to Orlando. We'd like to have some bikers for Trump representation um, uh, Nunez is going to be there Davin Nunez And uh, I'm going to be getting uh, endorsed by one of the Trump groups Vets for Trump So uh, you know we need to get the support out here For these real magnet candidates And what are some things that Bikers for Trump is, or, Wants to do to try to help support the movement Well we had a very exciting uh, Daytona 500 weekend uh, We had our uh, Bikers for Trump shield On the uh, 47 Joe Nemechek Camaro in the Xfinity race. That was a big hit. Um, of course, you know, it was uh, sponsored by the uh, American Patriots Pack of America. Um, and it's, it was uh, also by the uh, uh, race fans for Trump. So we jumped on board with them. And uh, they said that, that was the hottest car in the garage that they'd ever seen in the Xfinity race of people wanting to take pictures. I know we went, we left at 930. Um uh, that night, and the car, all the other cars were in the garage, garage covered up, and the Trump pants, buckets for Trump, race fans for Trump car, was still outside, people still taking pictures with it, it was awesome, so that was a real good day, and then, of course, Sunday, the president was there, we got to be in the infield, and everything, and that was awesome, and so, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to be everywhere Trump is, and he recognizes us, and so, we got his back, and uh, we got a lot of other things going on. Rest of this uh, part of this before the summer comes. Um, you want me to go into all that? I will. Uh, but um, it, it, it's you heard about the We're All Trumped Up tour. Um, we will, we're going to do that in El Paso, Texas, um, in April. That's with Kenny Lee Productions, Bikers for Trump, and Cowboys for Trump. We'll be doing that out in El Paso, Texas, on the 18th of April. And of course, you know, we got the bikers for uh, Trump's going to be at Daytona Beach the first week in March for Bike Week. Uh, we're going to be at the uh, the uh, tattoo thing <laughs> called Tropical <laughs> Tattoo. We're going to have a booth. It's a chopper thing, it's, it's, and we're going to have a booth there. We're going to have an information booth. We're going to have T-shirts and, and stickers. And we're going to – Continue working with the uh, race fans for uh, Trump and with the uh, American Pack, uh, Patriot, Patriots American Pack. And we're supposed to have the guys that got uh, pardoned by President Trump, the uh, military guys that got pardoned by 
Trump supposed to be at our table. Man, that'd be that'd be very interesting. Um, well, that's great. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up the Daytona 500 because I was up there for the race on Sunday, even though it got rained out. It's like as soon as it was, everybody said it was a MAGA rally for President Trump, and then as soon as he uh, was done, everything uh, went off the queue, and it started to rain. And so, but it was amazing that the Air Force One. Uh, of course, I I live in District 21, so when he flies into West Palm, that's a part of my district. So you get kind of used to seeing it. But a lot of the other, uh, you know, people from different parts of the country getting to see the Air Force One. I'm sure that was really cool for them. And then. You know, having the president going around the track for that lap, that was just unbelievable. And uh, I just thought it was such a – his speech was just amazing. Oh, my gosh, his speech. Honestly, I've seen him speak in person quite a few times, but that one right there was just – you know, he really emphasized the veterans, which I was really appreciative, you know, because I I serve the veteran population and their families. And so it's something that, you know, is really important. My whole family serves – so I'm excited about uh, what the president's doing for America. Yeah, it was just awesome. We was in the, like I said, we was in the infield. I wish I knew you were there. I would have looked you up. Um, but we stayed in the garage in Pitt area almost the whole weekend. And um, we uh, was in the uh, uh, area. And when that plane flew over, everybody, people there, everybody started yelling, four more years, four more years, you know. And he's flying so low, you thought his wings were going to clip the stands. <laughs> so, how low he was, but but then what was so bad about it is when everything was over with, you know, it started raining and you couldn't get out of there because they had everything shut down because, you know, nothing moves when the president moves. And uh, you exactly. couldn't get a drawer couldn't get anything, man. You were just stuck there in the rain. You better hope you could find cover. But uh, it was awesome. And, and, and that's, that's a, this bike is the Trump journey, and I, that's why I, I stress to our members, you never know when you're going to have the opportunity to be where the president's at or, you know, or see the president. And, but when you do, it's something you'll never forget. I mean, that, that is just an awe situation for everybody. And, and I, I love to come back to Georgia and tell everybody what we've done and what we've seen and show them the pictures and how close we are and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's just something that this world has never seen. And I guess since Reagan. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that and wish everybody was there with me. Like I knew a lot of our members was down there, but you saw how crowded it was. You could not move. You could not do anything down there. It was packed. So you know, it, it was it was an awesome day. Yeah, it really was, and uh, it's really exciting to see. Like I said, it's just the Patriots, and it was a hundred thousand people there. Oh my gosh, right. it was a mega rally. It was just unbelievable. I mean. And, uh, you know, it's just this country, we, we have the ability to bring the best out of people, and then we have the ability to bring the worst out of people. And I think that's, that's what's really um, fascinating about America. But we're at a time right now that is critical in our history. A lot of people say this election is, is very, very important for the, uh, the Constitution. I am a constitutionalist. I love America. I know Chauncey loves America. We're trying to fight for the American people. Bikers for Trump wants to fight for the American people. But we have to be very aware. We can't take anything for granted because I'm telling you what, these Democrats, they have a plan and they're executing it. When they try to execute their plan, we have a lot of patriots in place. But I really, we talked about the rhinos, and it is a concern because a lot of these people, 
They say that they support the president, but then, you know, are they going to go out and vote? It's easy to go on Twitter and, and say a couple things like, oh, I'm mad, I love the president. And then it comes to the day to vote and people are like, oh, well, I'm too busy. Or, you know, my vote doesn't matter anyway. And then, then they let these seats go over to Democrats. And that's why my district is D plus nine in District 21. All these districts, they're all valuable. I know there's certain ones that we should have an easier time than others to win back, and a lot of money within the GOP is going towards that. But there's a lot of patriots out here fighting, and we're all fighting as grassroots candidates. A lot of them aren't establishment because most of the establishment, elitist, globalists, they're heavily backed and funded by people like George Soros, Mike Bloom, Michael Bloomberg, and people like that. And we got to stand up and fight because the elections, 99% of the elections, Whoever raises the most money wins. So when you have the deep state infiltrating the national level and then they've been trickling down through the local and state levels, you can see how we start to have a real big problem on Election Day. Yeah, and that, that's what I encourage my members to do is, is and back to Trump, is get, out, get, you know, get your gear on, get out in the community. Let, and then, just your shirts alone will bring up a conversation. And, and when you start talking to folks, you stress the importance of voter registration, you stress the importance of getting out to vote, and you stress the importance of helping others to get out to vote. And uh, so that's that's right here in my hometown in Rome. I've I've dove into this GOP thing, and I you know I I try to hit every meeting. I, I wear my vest everywhere I go. And it's just the fact that you got to get people involved. It's like uh, Sam's running for. Uh, Congressman out in uh, El Paso, Texas, and he's early voting. I mean, he's telling me there's 15,000 Democrats has voted, only 8,000 Republicans have voted, and that's an early voting. You know, and it's exactly. just, we, we can't we can't take it for granted. And even you know the the the, the sheriffs, they're important. The congressmen are important. The senators are important, and the president is important. All of it's important. All of it's what makes our country run, and. So you can't take anything lightly. I'll call you know, it may be in Rome, Georgia, or West Palm, Florida, or, or El Paso, Texas, in whatever status they're running for, they're just as important as President Trump. And um, so I, that's why I encourage everybody just to, you know, get out there and, and, and talk your guy up, your you know, whoever you want to run, and, and talk to everybody and, and, and encourage them to vote. And that's that's what we're doing back to Trump. We, we're heavy on voter registration. And we're heavy on get out and be uh, uh, be a part of it, you know, and and encourage your other families and friends to be a part of it with you. And I hope that makes a difference. So here we go again. Uh, we got voter. We we touched on it there a little bit. We're talking about the upcoming election in November. We got early voting. We got absentee vote, voting. And here we go again with voter fraud. We saw it in Iowa. They they tried this electronic system, and they can't get it right. And uh, now we, we're going to be under the same circumstance because they're going to do everything. As we saw, we're trying to impeach the president. If you can't impeach him, try to impeach him the first time, try, try again. So if you can't beat a Republican that's a, as a patriot and a constitutionalist, someone fighting for the American dream and, and, and the freedom of this country, you go to the polls and you try to cheat some more. So this is something that we have to be aware of. We need more poll watchers. We need more yeah. people that want to be involved and in, in, in poll workers and, and, and pay attention to what's happening on these voting days. 
down here in Florida, a lot of these communities are gated. You can't even get into them, and and this is a problem. So we have Dale Herndon on the line. He's on with uh, the Michael and Chauncey show, which airs every Tuesday after today, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. What's your take on that, uh, Dale? Well, that's what we're doing, and, and that's what I've done here, is, and I'm encouraging my, the members to do the same, is I've, I've gotten involved in my local community. I'm the vice chairman of our our voting district, and uh, I will be there voting day. I, I, you know, of course, I won't be able to wear my Biker Trump stuff, but I will be in there. I'll be able to watch it and monitor it. Like you said, Georgia is going to the new uh, voting uh, machines that spits out paper, so that's going to uh, – then you get to review your paper, then you put your paper in another machine and it reads it. So that, that's – I hope that's uh, going to help, and I hope other states have done the same thing. Uh, but, you look, you know, you just look at the Democratic Party. I mean, Adam Schiff leaking out about Russia and, and Sanders. I mean, because they don't want Sanders to win. So they are, now they are, they're leaking out the information to uh, try to sabotage Sanders. You know, it's just – it's a it's – a, it's a, Politics is a world that you got to be a hell of a man to be in or a woman to be in it. And I admire you, Michael, for doing what you're doing. I admire Chris Cox for doing what he's doing. I admire Sam for doing what they're doing. And I admire my local people that I know are friends of mine that are running for office and what they're going through. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and you got to be man enough to handle it and, or woman enough to handle it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you all in it. I really am. Absolutely, um, and we appreciate the support. You know, when community-based organizations and MCs across the country, um, a lot of people out here, they try to say these nationalists are uh, hate groups and they try to say that they're domestic terrorists, and that's not the case. Nationalists or uh, freedom fighters or any way you want to coin it, these are people that love this country and they just want to fight for it. Um, of course, if you, somebody has a swastika, of course, that's something that's associated with a tragedy that happened in World War II. We don't want to promote any hate or anger. But there's nothing wrong with being a proud American. When you look at these people on the left, they don't want to wear an American flag lapel. They don't want a flag behind them. That's very alarming. What are your thoughts on that, Dale? And what, are we, what can we do to help raise awareness and educate the communities about what that actually means? So you saw that in Nevada. I mean, they have one flag on the Democratic debate stage, and a guy walked up and took it off. And you probably see the same thing in South Carolina. That you know, there won't be no flags there, and nobody wears one of the pills. You know, every I encourage every everybody in by front, which we're 121,000 strong members, 330,000 followers. I encourage everybody that wears the best to have the Bakken Trump emblem and the American flag emblem on their desk. And, and the pictures I see, they, they've done that. And I appreciate that. And, I, you know, everywhere we go, there's America. So everywhere we go. And uh, it, it's, it's just the fact that they are getting so far away and so far left, so far extreme, that, you know, when you're willing to kill babies and uh, and not you – know, if you're willing to, you know, it's just, it's just very sick. When you're willing to kill babies, but you, you, you're willing to – just stand on stage and represent a country that you don't really love, and you want to use a flag to to express it, but you you do all those extreme stuff and think it's okay. And and I I don't see us embracing socialism at all. And uh, I think I think they're you know it's just it's just sickening a way to uh, 
people are out there thinking about free stuff is free. Free stuff is not free. You know, we all got to pay for it. Taxes got to pay for it, and, and it's just it's just unbelievable that you know I you know I honestly believe that the, a lot of that is happening in the colleges where they're teaching them this stuff, and and the kids you send to college are not the same kids that graduate. And uh, that's where a lot of it starts. And uh, so I, I just I, I I feel for the country just having to go through this. I, I I hate you know what's going on out there with the you know always bashing Trump and but they they don't bash themselves for the stupid stuff they come up with. And they, they know they know it's not going to work. But they they know they got to do something opposite to gather the attention because Trump's got this and. And they don't know how to beat him. Yeah, Dale, that's interesting. And, and so what I'm really interested in honing in on, too, to all of our listeners out there, we got Dale Hurd and we've been talking about it. If they want to join Bikers for Trump, they want to come to MAGA rallies, they've never been to one, they don't have a motorcycle, they want to get a motorcycle, how can they get involved with the organization? Before we move forward with the interview, we got about 20, 25 minutes left. What, how do people connect with, and what is Bikers for Trump? What does that mean for, to the people that don't know? Because a lot of times we have these interviews and people have the main talking points, and that's what we do different here on the Michael and Chauncey show and also on my show, Live with Michael Blooming Jr. I try to bring truth, and we try to have authentic conversations, not talking points. Um, I'm going to be on a national radio interview as soon as TV interview as soon as I get off this interview with uh, with the radio show. But how do we educate the people? How do they get involved? Because people are looking to get involved, and it's more than just being digital soldiers at home, helping through Twitter and groups and all this kind of stuff. We also need it out in the field because that's where the real things happen with boots on the ground. Right, and uh, we're we're like I said, we're bikers for Trump, and we're not a uh, motorcycle club or anything. We're a political organization. We have our own political pack, which is uh, bikers, uh, uh, yeah, bikers for the president pack which is www.bikers2020.com. And so we're, we're, we're fully a, a, a political organization. And what our what Bikers Trump does is, is allows people... Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In their state, to join Bikers for Trump in their state, like I'm in Georgia... So I go on Facebook and I join Bikers for Trump, Georgia, and 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 then you you in a community. Once you get there, it's a closed community. Um, otherwise, the only people that can be in that group is the people that live in that state that are pro-Trump. And, um, and so in Georgia, we got eleven thousand members in Georgia. Ohio's got us beat. They got thirteen thousand in Ohio, but we do have a a page in every state, and you just go on Facebook. And you just type in Bikers for Trump, whatever state you live in, and click join. Then we have our Bikers for Trump 2020 page, which has 330,000 followers, which is an open page. In other words, anybody can like, follow that, that group, but yet it's highly monitored, too. We're very pro-Trump there. But 
that's the main page where everything's at. That's where the information's at. We, when you uh, like events like the El Paso thing that we're doing in April, the we're all trumped up to with Kenny C and the Cowboys trunk. And what that is, that's just going to be a free concert. Mike's the Trump's involved. We're going to have rodeo. We're going to have skydivers. Uh, it's going to be coming in on a big old ranch out there. And, and we're going to have a talk politics. We're going to have candidates there, uh, people running for office, people that are already in office. And uh, we're going to hopefully have a lot of people there just come and talk about the GOP, the Republican uh, way of life and conservative way of life. And uh, we're going to carry that to other states. We're looking at doing in Colorado and, and Ohio. Might be our next two, two areas that we're going to be in. Um, and the same thing we're going to do, in, and we always do voter registration in all those events, because that's very important. And same thing we're going to be doing at uh, Daytona Bike Week. We're going to have a booth. We're going to have voter registration. We're going to talk to people about our, our, our country, our way we need to vote, and all that kind of stuff, and, and just, just keep the message going. That's the whole purpose of everything, especially social media, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Just keep the message going. Positive, pro-Trump, Red Wave 2020. Just get all these Republicans in there. Let's take back the House. Let's maintain the Senate. Let's maintain Trump. And uh, get this world back on, on the track it's supposed to be on, in which we're in that path to do. We just got to, you know, um, clean up a few get that house back and, um, and support all these people out here running for the congressional seats, Republican seats, and and, um, and help them get in there and, and maintain that Senate. But yeah, it's so are you going to be at, are you going to be at CPAC this week, uh, Dale, or uh, what's your next uh, event that's upcoming? Um, my next event is going to be um, um, supposed to go to South Carolina, uh, February 28th and 29th. That's the president's going to be there on the 28th. And then uh, Chris Cox2020.com, he's running for District 1 um, in South Carolina. He's the, uh, the founder of Bikers for Trump. Uh, but he had to step down because he wanted to run for Congress. So I'm now the director of Bikers for Trump. But he's holding a rally. Uh, that Saturday the 29th at the Humphrey Tonk Saloon celebrating Trump's uh, impeachment uh, expungement uh, or getting uh, it getting it thrown out and everything. It's kind of just a just a rally, mini rally for him and then with a little cost of uh, celebrating Trump not, you know, getting this impeachment thing thrown out. Uh, so we're supposed to be there. Uh, if if I don't make it, then of course I got a very good following in South Carolina with Chris, and he'll he'll have a good time. But that's what my next calendar date is. And then March 12th to the 15th will be in Daytona for Bike Week. Then April 18th will be in El Paso, Texas, where we're all trumped up to. And then June 6th will be at the Ohio Mega Family Trump Day rally up there, which is basically the same thing we basically do, but we're all trumped up to. It's just named something else. And, uh, of course, Jim, Jim Renee seeing all them will be there in Ohio. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're – our calendar is filling up pretty pretty fast, Michael. It really is. Well, that's we good. Were, we we got to get this uh, – we got to get this event formed down here in Florida after you get done with the one in El Paso. Sam's a good yeah. friend of mine as well. Sam Williams, he's running in District 16 for U.S. Congress. Uh, you talked about it briefly. Um what are some of the 
what are some of the uh, effects that you've seen on, in this country with Donald Trump? You, you know we're winning on a lot of these different things, but you have a mayor in the, uh, in the, in the middle of America. Now, he's on the national stage as a Democrat trying to be president. If that doesn't scream elitist and socialist and deep state, I don't know what does. This Buttigieg, and then they had him out, and a video surfaced where he was kissing another guy on stage and all this kind of stuff. How, how does this stuff come to be in America where, of course, it's a land of opportunity. We understand that. But how does somebody like this rise to the top of the food chain? And is he a real threat? What's your perspective on that, Dale? I, you know, I, I feel that he is um, – he, he's – I, I don't. I don't. My faith don't let me agree with that. I don't. I don't agree with that. Uh, I don't. Uh, I, I just couldn't. I can't see see that. And I mean, it may be. You know. I just. I just can't see it. I don't think America will. You know, support that. And it's, I think he's got a lot to do with the money. Uh, a lot to do with the um, nobody out there. The they got the they wanted to get away from the uh, old white man with money. So they, he was very attractive as far as somebody knew somebody, you know that, that they they could push. Um, but I just don't think we're there yet, Mike. I really don't. I don't think the people in America will go that way. I know it's the parties and people out there that. Uh, probably think we would, but I, I just don't see it. And Bloomberg, he's buying it, and, uh, and TV ads, you know, and like you said earlier, the one with the most money usually wins. And uh, But then there again, I mean, it's just, they're falling apart, to be honest with you. Um, you know, you know people saying Hillary may jump back in. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, they don't have a plan. They don't have. They 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 they're shooting at the stars, trying to come up with something. You know, like Joe Biden the other night said he was running for Senate. He wasn't running for president. You know, he wanted their their votes for his run for Senate. It's just. It's, I know a lot of people are tired and they mumble their words sometimes. But I mean, get your stuff together. I mean, Trump's got it together, and, and he's going to be hard to beat. But like you said, and like we tell everybody, you cannot get complacent. You cannot sit around and think it's going to be a, a given because, like you said, some people can say stuff on their social media and go get in that voting booth and do something else. You know, it's, it's kind of scary uh, to think that way, but this world is not, is, is not really that... Um, it's hard to uh, say, yeah, this is what's going to happen because a lot of people are think, thinking differently than they used to years ago. I, I, to answer so, your question, I, ho- I hope we're not ready, and I hope it don't happen. To your question. Yeah, absolutely. Now, for this Pete guy, right, it's funny about him because he's being accused of plagiarism against President Barack Obama. So he's basically trying to come out here on the same platform that these uh, wackadoodles got Barack Obama. He should be up on charges for treason. <laughs> You know, oh my God, it's crazy. You see you play it side by side today? 
Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, it's why they call him PowerPoint. You know, he, he, he's, he's trying to do the same thing Obama done, and they put it side by side today, and it's not that far from it. That's why on the debate stage they call him PowerPoint because he's trying to read off of Obama's powerpoints, and uh, it's just. It, <laughs> I don't it's like, like a cookie watch cutter, right? I have like to. a cookie cutter. Just keep keep uh, right. put them out of the the fudge factory right into the uh, you know try to put them into the president. It's crazy. <laughs> they 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 really grasping at straws, aren't they? So here goes the I'm glad, thing. I'm glad. I'm glad we got our man. <laughs> That's all I can say. Exactly. So here Amen. goes the thing. Uh, recently, uh, there was this national article that came out, and I was the number two person on the article. And I'm running for U.S. Congress in District 21 in Florida. And it says Michael Blooming Jr. is part of the QAnon movement because he supports where we go, one we go all. And uh, what I'm trying to, what this is the thing. I expose the truth. It's about being an American. When I wore my military uniform, I had the American flag when I was a non-commissioned infantry officer serving three and a half years pre and post 9-11 overseas for America. I was a patriot. I love this country. I raised my right hand. We have millions of brave soldiers. That's what I love about our president. He's trying to stand up for the veterans, but we can always, we can always, always support our veterans. It's a supporting veterans. It should be a way of life in America Every day, thank you for your service, sir Can I help you with your groceries, sir? Or, ma'am, do you need any help today? Do you need a ride to your appointment? You know, we got to treat a family member Do you need your uh, son or daughter picked up from school? We need to get back to these principles in America Instead, people spend all their time on the Internet And and, uh, try to uh, troll people on social media when they could be picking up a veteran from school, volunteering in the community, doing a food drive, uh, being a poll watcher, you know, doing something productive. Instead, they put all this negative energy. And so it's something that I'm actually proud of. I'm glad that the national media put me on the number two hit list for QAnon because I, I do support the truth and I do support the Constitution. I do support America. We live in the United States of America. That's not just one particular group. It's for all people that are here as legal citizens or legally trying to become citizens. That's why right now we have this immigration problem. We have over 20 million illegals here. It's not a humanitarian issue. It's a resource issue. And what happens Mm -hmm. is is eventually you're going to have a civil war or you're going to have anarchy or you're going to have Sharia law, and a lot of people want that in this country. And what I'm about is promoting peace, not violence. But we don't need people coming to America trying to assimilate their culture to our culture. This, our country was built on Judeo-Christian values, but we also respect people, and they have, do have their freedom of religion and freedom of speech, and we also have our right to bear arms. So a lot of these right. people out here want to put an attack on that component of the Constitution and what the way of life in America stands for. Yeah, we're uh, in the South. We we're having this big run on sanctuary, Second Amendment sanctuary counties, sanctuary states, and stuff like that. Um, we, you know, we're all, you know, we're we're if you if you believe in the Constitution, you have to believe in freedom of speech. You have to believe in in right to bear arms. Because the day you don't have your 
the right to bear arms is today you're not going to really matter whether you're a citizen or not. Uh, it's it's just it's just not that's the only thing that keeps it under control, keeps it neutral. Um, and once the guns are taken away, there's no more neutral. It's nothing neutral no more. It's no control no more. It's whoever's got the most power is going to be in charge, and and we don't want that. And you know, and, and, and you know, Joe Biden looking right in the monitor and says, "NRA, I'm coming after your guns." You know, they, <laughs> I mean that, that that's just a dream on his part. Um, and, and then the uh, um, uh, Bernie talking his crap, you know, about uh, Cuba and all that kind of stuff. You know, and he, you think he's gonna get a Florida vote talking about Cuba? I mean, come on, you know, it, it's just they they just out there. I mean, it's just it's no platform. They don't have any platform. You can listen to Trump's speech, and he says basically the same thing every state he goes to. Of course, he tunes it in to that state. But his platform is the same. It's, it's, it's America first, right to bear arms, freedom of speech, um, um, and, and, and love America, love the flag, and love your veterans, love your law enforcement. And, uh, religious, and, freedom. And, uh, and religious, religious freedom. Religious freedom. Yes, yes, sir. And, and, yes, sir. And like you said, that's what that's – what, that's what, you got to have that. you got to have those principles to, to uh, get up in the morning and, and have a focus on what to do. Because once all that goes away, you can wake up every day, oh, Lord, what, what, what are they going to tell me to do today? What are they going to tell me to go today? Because you're not going to have control of nothing. You're not going to have control of anything. Where am I going to eat? Wherever they give you. <laughs> you know, that, that ain't the way we want it. That ain't the way we want it. That ain't the way we want it. Uh, I, I like it the way it is, and I'm going to fight like crap. And my hundred, our, our 121 thousand members and three hundred thirty thousand followers are gonna fight hard too. And we're gonna we're gonna re- regain that house. We're gonna keep that Senate and we're gonna keep President Trump. One of the issues I'm fighting down here, Dale, is human trafficking and I know that Bikers for Trump wants to fight for uh our innocent children and women and, and people that um are are people that are being um, violated and, and forced into slavery in this country. The Vikers for Trump seems like a great organization that could really inspire love and awareness in the community against this issue. We just had Weinstein yesterday who got sentenced, and uh, he's a very sick individual. Somebody like that doesn't need to be a citizen of America. They don't need to be um, you know, I'm somebody that is a forgiving person. You know, of course, I'm Catholic. I'm Judeo-Christian. I love America. But some crimes that that, is, that this country has, we really need to bring ca- uh, capital punishment into play. I think that we can really, if we have that on the table, and I know this has been disputed over the years and, and all this, that, and the other, but the thing about it is when somebody commits this crime against humanity, at what point is it, you know, of course they're aware, they're a conscious awareness of what's happening. You know, whether it's a serial killer or somebody that goes into a public place and, and commits a, a mass shooting or domestic terrorism. I mean, these these people rights that, that are happening, um, you know, if, if something like that happens in, in uh, a different country, they have different laws, of course. But here... It seems like, you know, somebody like a Weinstein, we need stiffer penalties for somebody like that. 
And actually, this is why I'm running for Congress, and one of the things I want to do, I want to go after the white-collar criminals that are really supporting people like Weinstein. He's not the only person that, you know, there was a lot of people that helped him to commit those crimes. Well, you look at the pictures of the ones who stand around, you know, the uh, Epstein, Weinstein, <laughs> all them, you know, they, they 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 have like their own little cult, their own little group. There, you know, they all the you know, I don't know who, who posted the pictures, but the same people are in all pictures. But the, the, I don't, many people don't know, but I'm a retired state prison warden. Uh, I I seen that in the the 30 years I was I worked in the prison system. A lot of times when you go into prison with those crimes, uh, sometimes it gets taken care of in prison and not in the courtroom. So, um, you know, he, you know, people don't, don't like you say, even people in prison don't approve of those type of crimes. They don't approve of people that do those type of crimes. And uh, it's it's just it's not, it, it, it's good, I guess it's, it's okay to say and it's good to say that those crimes aren't acceptable to do. They are, they are out of the norm, and you got to be a sick person to do them. And uh, and I, I think even the inmates in prison don't, you know, they they feel the same way. And sometimes they they take care of the business that the court don't take care of. Uh, so um, it's 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 a it's a different world in there. And uh, talking about capital punishment and stuff, uh, I live in Georgia, and, and we do have the death penalty in Georgia. And, and uh, when I worked in the prison system, I did work on death row for seven years in, in Georgia. So. And it's just you got to have that, and Trump's Trump's bringing that back to the federal system. You know, he's trying to make it. If you kill a cop, you're gonna get the death penalty. You know, and and, and it's just it's just something that's. I guess you know it it goes back to back to the uh, good good Lord days. You know, uh, you have to take care of things to um, to keep people from continue doing those kind of acts. You know. I just look at it like you got to have law and order. We can't have people just doing whatever they want to do. Um, you right. know, whether it's you know cyberbullying or you know, you know, kids learn a lot from their parents. And when right. you take away the parent element, which we've seen the left do, they started to uh, take these, this put this ideology into our schools, and and people become like you know, too, uh, too. They're exposed to things that they really shouldn't be at at a certain age, at like an elementary school level, being taught about their sexuality or, you know, to, or do you identify as a he, she, it. I mean, just like some of these things are really insane. But when you take away the family structure and you take away um, having a positive male figure in the life of a child, I believe it's important. And also, obviously, a mother's very important to the life of a child. Both parents are. But when you remove that, they don't have that structure. And I think these are some of the values that we're missing. And these are some, this is how we're getting to this point that we're at. And we can't just say, oh, well, somebody else will take care of it. We got to start acting now because, you know, our kids are at stake. And and I believe our children have been under attack for quite a while now. Our literacy rates are 28th in the world, America is. I mean, you think about that. We're the most you know, one of the most sophisticated world powers in the world and we're twenty eighth on literacy rate and that's the ability to read and write at an eighth grade level. I mean that's kind of that's a concern. 
what are we doing about that? You know, that's why I'm running for U.S. Congress, because we need some sensibility in, in the House. Well, in education, you're, you're so you're so restricted and you're so test uh, tested as far as you you, you know you, you, as long as you pass that test, you know, and most of those are done with scantrons, and you know you don't have to write. You know, all you got to do is read and make a mark. And of course, it took cursive writing out of school, so there again, you still don't have to write. Um, but yeah, it, that that is a problem, and the uh, um, social media has been a real bad problem. Cell phones is a real bad problem as far as school, as far as kids learning faster than they should be learning. And there's a lot of parents that don't um, govern their kids on on social media. In other words, they kind of like leave them alone, let them do what they want to do. Then when they get in trouble, they try to fix it, which is wrong. Um, but it's just the social media age is just like I said, just progressed everything so much faster. And then the, you know the vaping stuff is is real bad uh, with the youth. I mean, kids' lungs are blowing up, you know. And it's just it's just stuff out there that back in our days uh, we get our butt whipped if we touched any of that stuff, or we did any of that stuff, or we got caught doing any of that stuff. But now you go back to school and tell the teacher my mom whooped me last night and the cop knocks on the door. You know, so, um, yeah. I, 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 we, it all goes back to where I think Trump wants to do is get us back to the to, to, uh, norm as, as as close as we can. And, um, and it's just, so everybody take a deep breath and, and we leave and say, we dodged that and let's, let's stay on the right track and let's, let's get make it better. And I hope that's I hope that's what happens. Absolutely. Well, Dale, how can people connect with bikers for Trump? How can any last word you would like to say? And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Honestly. Hey, uh, like I said, on any of our on on on, on the state pages, like I said, we got one in every state. We got one in Puerto Rico, and we got one in the Amish community. Uh, any anybody can join. Uh, anybody can talk on that page. Uh, anybody can communicate with everybody on that page. Uh, there's always a message system on that page where you can contact your moderators on the page and ask questions. Uh, 2020 page, I answer all the all the messages that straight to me. I answer those. I try to have a good turnaround day, maybe one or two days on that. Uh, so, you know, the message boards are really how we operate as far as one-to-one communication other than responding to a post, commenting on a post, and stuff like that. Um, but when you have a post that you post, you have 101,000 views and comments, it's hard to comment on them all. So I pay special attention to the message boards and, and kind of handle those. Uh, but uh, we're, we're very excited where we're at. We're very excited working with the Trump campaign. We're very excited working with the Victory campaign. Um, we're very excited working with everybody. And we're going to be really excited once you're, these Republicans start winning their primaries so we can start working with them and, um, and and get the right people in office and take like, press it again. We've got, to, we've got to have that House back. We've got to maintain that Senate, and we've got to keep Trump. Absolutely. Amen. That's, red, that's Red Wave 2020, buddy. <laughs> what we got Absolutely, do. and and vote red, white, and blooming in 2020 in District 21, Florida. District 21, and, uh, Florida. Yes, and, good, and blessings out to your uh, guy up in uh, South Carolina, Chris Cox. Good luck to him. 
Yeah, Chris Cox, District 1, South Carolina. Yes, sir. We've got to do that, and we got to take care of Sam out in El Paso, <laughs> District 16. And, and, and there's Dale, thank you for your service. Dale, thank hey. you for your service to our country and to the American hey, people. Like I, yes, sir. And I, like I said, I, I'm in the school system also, and when I see those recruiters in there, you know, I thank them for their service, and uh, I tell them that, you know, one of the, one of the conversations that always come up when we talk to recruiters at school is when you're talking about the kids and direction. What would a two-year military mandatory draft do for our kids today? Michael, what do you, what do you think about that? Is mandatory two years out of high school? If you don't go to college, you got to go to the draft. I mean, well, what I was thinking is, it, you know, two years of college and two years of serving in the military. I've always thought that. I think that two years will supplement it. And as soon as you finish your two years of service, you have your bachelor's degree, and you should right. have a plethora of jobs that are there for you. So I support that, and I also would like to institutionalize that because, I, you know, having come from a whole military family, you know, I think that will bring some family values back to this country. So I think it's very important. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and recruiters, you know, they make their job a whole lot easier. But they're... The, the, like they tell me, you know, they start off with somebody good, and it turns out not really good once you get to the meat and bones of it. But you know, it's a it would it would really give a kid a direction of you know this is what I'm thinking about going high school. I got a choice. I got to go to either go to two years military or two years college, um, or like you said, do both. And uh, but then there again, there that, that's the kids got to have some direction, and somebody's got to give it to them. And, and and I think that's a real, a really, really good way of quick fix doing it that way. That's, well, that's thank my you, opinion. Dale. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> God bless you, brother. And let's get together yep. really soon. And uh, like I said, let's try to get together at an event, and we can have a big. Uh, I know we're going to do the all trumped up tour. But let's do something because we need that. We, we need to win back the house, and we need to get people that uh, you look at the State of the Union address. We got to get some of those people out of there. They're very, very bad for America. Yes, sir. Agree with that one hundred percent. And thank y'all for what y'all do. Y'all, y'all give us a platform to speak, and I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I hope that all all these people on Vikings for Trump three hundred thirty thousand hears your radio show and 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 starts listening to you regularly. Yeah, and I'll send I'll send the link out to you, and please help my campaign. You can donate to bloomlink2020.com. I do have a Red Win account, FL21. I need all the help we can. We need patriots. We need pe- people to stand up, digital soldiers. We also need volunteers in the community to fight to door knock. So, uh, you know, we're overcoming the establishment down here in South Florida. So we need all the yeah. help we can get. Yeah, and you need those uh, people to watch those polls too, right? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Joe. God bless. Have a good night, sir. Thank you. All right, man. Thank y'all. Bye bye. So, to all of our listeners, uh, you can help contribute to this show as well at payatron.com uh, for the Michael and Chauncey show. Uh, Chauncey is handling the finances for the show, and that will really help us uh, to expand the show and to have uh, more uh, video uh, production and also have. Um, quality guests that we can highlight them and do a lot of different things through social media to help the cause because this is what this is about. It's about patriots coming together 
And, and Chauncey, I want you to close out the show. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Michael. I, I want to say that was an honor and a pleasure to have Dale Hernan of uh, Bikers for Trump on our show today and the work that they're doing on the ground to help our president get reelected. Uh, you can follow the Michael and Chauncey show at Liberty Today USA on Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Michael and Chauncey Show. Uh, Starting in the month of March, we will uh, only be airing once a week every Tuesday from 7 to 8. Please join us on March 3rd on Super Tuesday, where I will be interviewing my co-host, Michael Bloomling Jr., candidate for Florida 21st Congressional District, as well as we'll be talking about the elections on Super Tuesday. Also, please, we want to expand our audience Please donate to the Michael and Chauncey Show at Payatron. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Right Talk Host, and you can follow me on Facebook and like my page at Right Talk Radio Host. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. We want to thank our president for standing up for the American people. God bless our president. God bless our country. And God bless you all. We'll see you again on March 3rd. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Please follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also contribute to the show on Patreon. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.